This is my two, two. two cents. All right, here we go. This is my two cents. My name is Stephanie. And yes, this is my very first podcast ever. No, not my first time listening to a podcast, but my first time hosting a podcast. And I am very excited today because I have a guest or two. And I have (laughs) Keisha McLevine. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mr. Darius Graves here with me today. Y'all, to thank you here. so much for thank coming. Thank you. Yes, I really do appreciate it. And of course, I have my husband here producing. And he's very highly qualified. Mm-hmm. Mr. Full Sail over there. Marty, also known as Thomas here today. So let me just break it down a little bit. When it comes to podcasts, I have listened to them probably... For the past two years and I would say that I am like a chronic podcast listener and it's because I, I really like to hear the different insights of other people from different backgrounds and even people with the same viewpoints that I have you know because it's encouraging it brings more insight and 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 at work and everything it helps me to have some type of enthusiasm as far as getting through my day sometimes so I'm hoping that no one from my job listens to this (laughs) (laughs) so anyways yes here today we're gonna talk about a very um in some cases it could be a touchy subject matter when it comes to the church world but I did want to jump in and talk about secular music and does it have a place in the life of a believer okay but before we get into that i want to know about y'all's day you know just to you know break up some ground and everything (laughs) how was your day so far i already asked you did you jump out the bed and come (laughs) because this is a saturday morning you know ladies first okay well I woke up this morning and I was able to open up my word and, and get a little bit of word. And I'm trying to get through the Bible okay. within the year. I'm already about two and a half weeks behind. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know how that's going to affect the rest <laughs> of the year. Are you doing the Bible app? I, no, I don't do it on the app. I have uh, like a printout. Uh-huh. And it's so sad. I've had this printout for like three years and I keep starting like and I always hit a certain point. So, yeah. So I'm trying to do that. But I was able to get some, some time in with the Lord this mm-hmm. morning. But then... My niece woke up and she seemed like she was okay, but now she's running a fever and mm. she hadn't been feeling good last night. So it was a little hectic this morning, but other than that, I really can't complain. God mm-hmm. is good. Okay. Well, with the Bible reading, at least you keep getting back up again and trying it, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what counts. And he sees that and you still spend some time with him. Yeah. And that's better than what a lot of people have done today. That's true. So that's true. There you go. And but I hope your niece gets better soon. There's something nasty going around right now. Myself, I've just got over a, a virus, and then my son has an upper respiratory infection mm-hmm. and everything. So it's not real good right mm-hmm. now. But you know, by Jesus' stripes, we're healed. Amen. Right. That's right. All right. So we just gotta keep speaking that word over ourselves and doing what we need to do Amen. to stay healthy, Mister Darius. Mm-hmm. Well. 
I had an early morning. Um, my Saturdays usually start off with um, me getting my hair taped up um, at the barbershop at 7.30 in the morning. And it's taped. Yeah, it's taped. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta um, stay fresh. Because it's the first Saturday, um, well, the Saturday before the first Sunday, uh, the male chorus sings at my church on first Sundays. And so I'm on the male chorus. So we okay. have rehearsal at 8.30. And so we rehearse from about 8.30 till about 10.30. Okay. And um, so after rehearsal, after rehearsal, um, I had to run a couple errands before coming here. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had to be here at 11.30. So yeah. <laughs> I did run a couple errands before coming here. But this is a normal Saturday morning. Getting out to bed, going to the barbershop, and doing something. <laughs> All right. You can tell Darius is a true country guy. Very much so. <laughs> you can most definitely tell he is. Very much so. Were you raised by your grandparents? Yeah. You can tell that too. You can always point them out. You can tell. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, I appreciate it. That's a good thing. So y'all both had early starts. I guess I did too. Got up. Um, too early and got to bed too late. So um, you can imagine I'm kind of feeling it right now, but it's all good for sure. But um, again, thank y'all so much for coming. And I just want to go ahead and dive into the subject matter. So let's start by first, let me know at least, you know, three of your top favorite songs and or artists i think i already know keisha's favorite artist <laughs> but you know Ooh. anything out there well commission is my favorite gospel group really uh -huh. probably group in general uh -huh. who else do i love oh my gosh it's so hard well and then i'm a huge fred hammond fan which is kind of connected because yeah. Fred Hammond was is pretty much commissioned. Mm -hmm. But um, my favorite songs right now. Oh man, that's a hard one. Darius, you want to say something while I'm thinking about that? Oh, uh, yeah. Let me. <laughs> well, hold up, because I have a question. Okay. So, because you're young, mm -hmm. and when you say commissioned, a lot of people don't know who they are. <laughs> Darius, do you know commission? No. <laughs> wow. How old are you? I'm. <laughs> Put you on the spot. I was born uh, in the eighties. <laughs> Which part of the eighties? The later the part. The latter part. The latter part of I the eighties. I was 80s. also born in the latter part of the eighties. Okay. <laughs> All right. I want to know what. I really want to know who's the oldest between the two of you. Well, I, I have just, no idea. But I just turned thirty-three. Okay. Uh, on January the second. So I yeah. think he's older. Uh, yeah, you are. I'll, okay. I'll be 32 on my birthday, which is this month. The end okay. of this month. Oh, happy wow. birthday. Yeah. Well, thank I, yeah, you. Happy belated. Thank you. I just completed all my birthday festivities on yesterday. Uh, we do, we do celebrate a birthday for a whole the month. The whole month. <laughs> the whole month. <laughs> 33, wow. that's a special year. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know what is special, but, but I know it's something special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. All but yeah, right. commission is an old group. I guess you were going to ask, like... How did you get put onto commission? And I have a feeling it's your daddy. It was definitely my father. Uh -huh. Him being a musician, playing the guitar, and like he's gone to so many different commission concerts. Like mm -hmm. it's just that's it's what in I you. yeah it's it in is. Your blood. Mm -hmm. Okay, well I can understand why. I mean it's a great group and everything. Mm -hmm. So all right, so that answers that question. Next group. Oof. Or song. Who did I used to listen to growing up? Man, 
I, Kirk Franklin, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't listen to as much of his music now. Mm-hmm. Um, but something about that God's Property Project. Every time oh, I gosh. hear like the whole album, I don't know. I, I don't listen to as much gospel music now. Maybe contemporary Christian music. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love Elevation Worship. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. House Fires. Mm-hmm. Um, then I like Christian rap. I like Andy Minio right now. Okay. Like one of my favorite okay. <laughs> and of course, Lecrae. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Oh, and Show Baraka. Show Baraka. Yeah. All right. Show I never Baraka. heard of him. Yeah, I actually I saw him in Philly early. No, towards the end of last year. Um, I'm, I don't think he does a whole bunch of music all the time. He's like into so many different projects. And music mm-hmm. is just one of the things that he does. But mm-hmm. he's pretty deep. Okay. He's pretty deep. So, yeah. Okay. I need a spelling of that so mm-hmm. I can look into that. Okay. What about Triple E? I do like Triple E. Yeah, I like Triple E, too. Listening to Manolo yesterday. I okay. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> And Darius is like, okay. <laughs> Men's quiet tomorrow. Right, <laughs> Some good quartet music. All right, now. Mighty Clouds and Joy. Mighty Clouds and Joy. joy. No. Mighty Clouds and Joy. Ken Spirit. That's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, something with the name It, that is. <laughs> Harmony. All right. <laughs> quartet all yeah, the way. That's right. Miracle mm-hmm. Worker. Yeah, that more. Oh, that's yeah. good. Now, when you said, Keisha, God's property, all of a sudden, all I could hear was, make me want to stomp. So, I resent yeah. that. But anyways. I remember that. All right. So, Darius, that's your answer? Quartet no, all the way? Uh, I love quartet music. Um, I think my love for music, I just love music. Mm-hmm. I just love music. I, it's hard to narrow down an artist or a song. One of my favorite songs it of course it's old how raised by old people I've always been baptist and mm-hmm. we were always saying old songs mm-hmm. um so one of my favorite songs is god is by james cleveland oh, yeah, uh, one that. of my favorite hymns is um out of the hymn because like last mile of the way that's with music the one without music uh oh, i come and meet the hymns i love god me with that great jehovah yeah like, that's my hymn 99 and the little black music without yeah he music. real life baptist Anything so, about him? Yeah, I, I love him. I, I love him. And so, yeah, I mean, I do listen to like Zicardi Cortez, mm-hmm. uh, Jason, his last name, Matt Rums. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. And then I, I do I do like Kurt Franklin. Um, I love how like a person like Shirley Caesar mm-hmm. uh, made it through like four mm-hmm. generations of music and mm-hmm. it's still relevant. Yeah. But I also appreciate um, that's a lot of the new artists that are very focused on their spiritual lives and you can tell mm-hmm. because it comes yeah. out in their music mm-hmm. versus the yep. ones who are just looking for a music career. Uh, and I don't know all of them names, of course. I'm not mm-hmm. good with names, but there's a lot of good contemporary music out here that I, that I really, really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I am like a diehard old person in the inside. <laughs> and so nothing wrong with me hearing music that's 40 or 50 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just as cool with it. I'm, I always feel like music is music. And whatever touches you, touches you. If it doesn't, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
don't listen to a whole lot of gospel rap. Not mm-hmm. because I don't like it. And I think we'll probably get more into that <laughs> when we start talking mm-hmm. about, you know, how secular music plays into the life of a Christian mm-hmm. or whatever because I don't mind listening to rap. Mm-hmm. and But sometimes listening to gospel rap, you kind of get too mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when they take the organ out and they put the, you know, the, the, the beat in, <laughs> you know, you kind of like, okay, where we at? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so we'll get more into that later, I'm sure. Yeah. But, so, but I don't mind listening to it. I've heard some really good gospel rap artists, um, over the years so i'm just i'm very open okay that sounds good all right so you mentioned god is and i love that song too it's beautiful mm-hmm. beautiful i almost want to sing it right now but i won't because i'm not a vocalist <laughs> but what's your thoughts on um the remake that kanye west made have you heard it you have heard that remake i have okay it's the same way I feel about all remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, they they are they don't capture the season mm-hmm. of the first song. Mm-hmm. A lot of the songs when they remake them, they capture the season that the current artist is in. Mm-hmm. But the original song. It captures the season that the art that artist was in, mm-hmm. and that the and that their audience was in, mm-hmm. and so it still can be a very beautiful rendition, but it captures a different feeling. It gives off a different vibe. It gives a different art because the, the two songs, even though they're both equally precious, they're 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 made in two different seasons of life, mm-hmm. and so they speak to two different people two different energies or sometimes mm-hmm. even spirits you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? and depending on what folks got uh, what people have going on in their life at the time so i don't have an issue with it mm-hmm. uh, it's a good song but i hate calling them remakes mm-hmm. because to, to say that they remade it is to say that they tried to uh embrace the season mm-hmm. and the time and the artists and the and, and the mindset and mm-hmm. The, the creativity and the energy of that artist. And so I just like, I don't like calling them remakes because yeah. they sometimes they don't take that amount of time to put into what's going on in the culture mm-hmm. of, of of the time of the audience, what was going on in the life of the artist, and go and try to gain that energy and put that energy into the song that they're about to make. A lot of times they just... Get a, they hear it, they want to remake it, they mm-hmm. want to do it better, and want to make it fresher and relevant to the time, which is fine. Mm-hmm. To me, it's not remaking. Is is You took something that was already there and mm-hmm. made it your own, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. You know, so I don't have no issues with it. Um, I just don't compare it to the first. Mm-hmm. You know, I just look at them as two individual yeah. songs, two, two individual things. meanings, audiences, artists, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I like that. So now that we have that, I guess I need to share who I might like out yes. there. Um, my, I can't really pinpoint a favorite song because there's too many songs out there that I like, you know, and there's a lot of artists out there that I do like as well. But the ones like, like what Darius said, the ones that you can tell they really have that spiritual relationship. They really mm-hmm. feel and live what they're saying. Um, so the ones that stand out for me is Jonathan 
Nick Reynolds, even though he's uh, more on the contemporary side of things, you can just feel the essence mm-hmm. of his relationship mm-hmm. in his music mm-hmm. and in the the words that he's saying and, and the energy that he gives when he say it, you know, mm-hmm. sings what he's singing. Um, another person is Ernest Pugh. Mm-hmm. I mean... The man can go to the lowest low, to (laughs) the highest high, you know. I I love hearing Ernest Pugh. And Jonathan McReynolds, he has a great range as well. And Mm. let me see. Uh, I like Tasha Cobbs. Mm -hmm. I like Travis Green. And uh, I like Triple E, of course, (laughs) Lecrae. Um... Who else? Andy Manillo. Mm. And what's the other guy's name? Um, I can't even think of his name because he goes by just two letters. SF or something like that. And NF. And mm-hmm. I mean, his stuff is like... He reminds you of a Eminem. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't curse or anything like that. And he has a message to his music and he's not saying um jesus 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 all through it and, mm-hmm. and really and most of the stuff that i've heard he's he's really not you know but he is considered like i, I think like a gospel oh, rapper all, his stuff is kind of has you can tell what he's gone through in life through his music mm-hmm. and that's what i like because i like poetry you know and, and so therefore i like to express myself you know and how i feel and things that's going on around me and stuff like that so i think that's what draws me to liking his stuff you know but i have to kind of be in the mood to hear his stuff you know i don't need his stuff to kind of bring me down if that makes sense so <laughs> might need to scratch that one off the list <laughs> Um, I like Shirley Caesar. I like a lot of old stuff also. Um, I like um, some other quartet type songs. I, my favorite one, which is actually a sad, sad one, is Walk Around Heaven All Day. Mm-hmm. Um, that one has always made a, a, a great impact in my life because that's the song that was sung at my grandmother's funeral. Um, so, and I'm just now getting to the point this year, because I, I heard it the other day and actually didn't cry, you know, mm-hmm. and my grandmother has been gone for many, many years. I was, I think, 13 when she passed away. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not 13 anymore. <laughs> so, um, man, it's just too many songs, too many artists out there to even try to name. But um, I just wanted to talk about that briefly just to build a foundation so we can go ahead and dive in and, and go ahead and talk about this secular music. And does it really have a place in the li- lives of believers? Now, are you a believer? I am. Are you a believer? Absolutely. I'm a believer. All right. So here we go. So I, I think we all qualify to talk about it today. And um, Darius, you're actually a minister <clears throat> ordained baptist minister okay and this year we'll make 15 years of preaching all right wow. so i've been I, I got licensed to preach in 2005 i was 18 mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh it was in the summertime when i got licensed and it was in the summertime when i got ordained mm-hmm. and i was preaching licensed for about five years before i got ordained mm-hmm. and um so i preaching for about 15 years. All right. how, how did 
did you know you was called? Oh, the Lord told me. There you go. You can't, you can't dispute that it was, one. It was on a Thursday night. Uh-huh. We were at Solid Rock Baptist Church okay. with Teen Spirit. We uh, I was in a teen group, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to sing at Solid Rock Baptist Church on a Thursday night because uh, I, I believe it's, I forgot his last name, but P- Pastor Johnny was preaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember all of this. And, um, and at the end of the service, it's when the Holy Spirit, I would say, uh-huh. uh, arrested me and yeah. I and I had kind of been getting very emotional in church around the time and I'm like look what is it because I can't keep going to church 10 of these people church <laughs> you know just getting just beside myself and I heard the voice <laughs> of the Lord said um preach my gospel I said wow. fine whatever wow. and then the next day I'm like hold on you know what you, you know, <laughs> Hold on, you know, preach what? <laughs> and then I was like, nah, maybe that's not what it was. And so for about three months between that January, because I believe it was in January, between January, uh, February, March, um, I spoke with two pastors about it. And then the second pastor, uh, which is deceased now, and uh, he told me that I need to go talk to my pastor. Mm-hmm. And I did. And uh, my pastor said, I kind of seen it on you. Wow. And um, it was cool. We had, he talked to my mom because, of course, I was young. I was 18. Mm-hmm. And um, he told me to start writing my initial sermon. Mm-hmm. And that was like in March, April, and then I think it was July or June. I did my initial sermon and mm-hmm. been preaching ever since. There you go. And you did, all the steps you took were right. You know, you didn't just run off when you heard that from the Lord, you know, but because you were under leadership, mm-hmm. you know, you went to your leadership. You went, you sought wise counsel, right. you know, and a lot of people don't do that. They say, oh, well, I'm called to do this and that, and they just go off on their own, you know, with mm-hmm. no covering, no nothing, and just mm-hmm. out there as renegades and messing mm-hmm. up stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but it's good to have a cover. It's good to have someone to confirm Right. You know, not that God needs confirmation, yeah. but he confirms through yeah. others, God, you know, what he's yeah. showed you. And he respects order. There you go. And he there respects discipline. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it at the time. I was just afraid mm-hmm. <laughs> and following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But I, now I look back, God respects order. He respects you reporting to and being obedient to the the order that he has established for you mm-hmm. and he also expects discipline for you to be a man or woman of your word if you say hey I'm going to wait for you to let me know when it's my time to preach then do so mm-hmm. because I, it, I, it was a little awkward but I had a I was a part of a, a youth group at another church just because they just wanted to pour into the youth, into the community, and they had actually gave me an opportunity to speak. Mm-hmm. But it was before my initial sermon, mm-hmm. and it was actually before I got officially my calling to preach. Mm-hmm. They just let the youth speak on youth Sundays. It wasn't a preaching thing, and my pastor uh, declined the offer for mm-hmm. me to do it. He said because it could have been looked at as me preaching, mm-hmm. but actual before I got my license, and they respected that, and it was yeah. cool. I kind of forgot about that too. We started yeah. talking, yeah, about right. ordering discipline because I could have did it without telling my pastor, mm-hmm. but I talked to him about right. it, and um, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, because when you're out there, you're representing, mm-hmm. 
your church, even though you're not your church, you're still representing those, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, but that's good. And that leads me again um, with the decency and the order aspect. You know, that leads me to say that um, when it comes to the um, music and the differences in the church and in the world system and everything, you know, because, of course, I grew up in the church um, um, was raised going on a regular basis, and so I quickly learned that there is a difference as to how we do things um, within the body of Christ and how you do things um, in the world system. You know, in the body of Christ, um, decency and order has always been a big thing. You know, when you come, you 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 come um, dressed the part you know um at least that's how it used to be um no chewing gum in church you know no talking you know you shouldn't be walking when preaching going on you know different things you know and then um you know outside of that um in the world system is like anything goes but something that i've noticed is that um now it seems as if um even in the church, the lines have become blurred. Mm -hmm. They've become blurred or just completely removed. Mm -hmm. And, And sometimes it's hard to tell, you know, is this a a gospel song? Is this a, you know, is, is this a Christian outing you know what's really going on because even now like i said you know it used to be where we couldn't chew gum and eat in church and now you know some in some places and i'm not saying it's wrong i'm you know everyone can delegate their house the way they want to delegate their house you know what i'm saying but um where that used to be like a, a real standard now standards have been removed and now we're drinking coffee in church we're eating uh hot dogs in church <laughs> while hearing the word you know all this different stuff you know and where um uh, it used to be where they wouldn't dare allow someone um up in the pulpit with jeans on and stuff like that um you know it's all good the preachers are wearing them now again i don't care about that I don't care about that because, you know, I really do believe that, you know, God, like the word says, you know, um, men look at the outward appearance, but he looks at the heart. It's not about what you have on. As long as what you have on is decent. Now, you don't want to be out there throwing people (laughs) off and causing people to stumble type Mm -hmm. thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to be mindful of those things. But um, so um, my main point in that is that because so many lines now have been blurred and, and we've, um, as the body of Christ, we've allowed a lot of things to kind of um, come in to the church, you know, um, just wanted to get your take on music, on secular music, you know, and um, is it okay? for us to listen to it because i do know that there are christians who listen to secular music and i'm of course going to give my point of view but um, i'm going to do that last 
So you don't know which way I'm gonna go. <laughs> so, but yeah, I wanna I wanna know your take on it. I wanna know your your um, stand. Wanna know your why, your why not, and um, go from there. Okay. Oh my Keisha, goodness. Do I up? have to go first? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So disclaimer. Okay. Um, I grew up also. I was raised in the church. I was not allowed to listen to any secular music. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I didn't sneak and listen to it, but I wasn't allowed to listen to it. So the majority of the music that I grew up on was gospel music. Mm-hmm. And now all I listen to is gospel music for mm-hmm. the for the most part. Um, I really have no desire to listen to secular music. Mm-hmm. But do I believe that Christians have the liberty to listen to secular music? I would say it depends on the content of the music, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like Christians should listen to it in excess or, you know, more than you would listen to music that uplifts or glorifies God. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I, I have a lot of friends who are believers and, you know, they don't have a problem listening to this song or that song. And I think that's where your own personal relationship with God comes in. Because it could be that one person is more mature than another person. So maybe, you know, if I've been a Christian for five months and my whole life all I knew was secular music, it might take some time before I can kind of wean myself off mm-hmm. of it. It doesn't make me any less saved. Um, but if I've been in the game for 30 years and I'm still listening to Rick Ross mm-hmm. and Lil Wayne, like, I, to, me, to me, that's problematic. But, I mean, that's just my humble <laughs> <laughs> that's my humble opinion, you know. Take it, leave it, do what you want to do with it. But that's those are my thoughts. Um, I guess we can go to detail more on that later. But I guess I'm gonna okay. <laughs> that's what I did. All right, my I I was raised in the church from birth. Uh, I was, I mean, I sung on a choir all my whole life, uh, youth choir. Even when I was in college, I sung on the gospel choir. Um, but I also grew up with secular music there all the time. Secular music was always a part of um, the the parties, that, whether they were birthday parties or whether the family was just together listening to music. Secular music was always there. It was always very much a part of my experience. And every that there is not one type of place that I can think of besides the actual church building that I went to and secular music was not there, you know. Um, and but I grew up in a family of believers. I also grew up in a family with folks who didn't go to church as much. So I grew up with about half and half. Yeah, some, half that went to church and half that didn't go to church. Um, all of them, none of them were atheists or anything like that. Uh, they all proclaimed Jesus Christ and knew him for themselves, but everyone wasn't, you know, regular church attendees. Um, I was all, I, I never had a problem with secular music. Mm-hmm. I've always had a passion for gospel music because not so much of the message of the Lord Jesus Christ, because I, I fell in love with gospel music before I was actually had a, a a true fellowship with the Lord. I had a relationship with the Lord, but I didn't have a fellowship with the Lord when I fell in love with gospel music. I fell in love with gospel music because of the message of the gospel music. 
not so much the message of the Lord Jesus Christ, but the message that a person could be so in love with God that they could sing about him. Mm. And that's what I was attracted to with gospel music. Like, I want that type of relationship with God mm -hmm. that I want to sing about him. I want to put God at the forefront of my life like these other artists I was doing. It had nothing to do with the music at the time um, of what type of music I'm listening to. I had an attraction to folks who actually uh, made uh, God their career and made their talents and their gifts uh, work for the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I was interested in mm -hmm. because I wasn't one of those folks that were swayed by music one way or the other. I Fortunately, I wasn't one of those folks who, whenever I listened to rap music, I wanted to do something rap-like. <laughs> I wanted to do something ghetto. Like. <laughs> you know, I wanted to go out here and, you know, fuss and cuss and start a fight and, and shoot, you know, shoot up go somebody. Go get you a 40. Oh, yeah. Go, go, go get a bunch of women and yeah, get some money and go to the strip club. Go make it rain. You know, no, music never made me <laughs> wanted to do that. I mean, it just didn't. But when I listened to gospel music, gospel music didn't want, gospel music didn't also make me want to just throw my life on the altar. Mm -hmm. I just love music. Mm -hmm. I was more attracted to folks who thought enough of their spiritual life and thought enough of God um, to actually make God their career and put their, their, their uh, gifts and talents into with it. Mm -hmm. um, now, when I grew up a little bit more mature in Christ, I realized the conflict between um, the Christian life and secular music. Um, but I also had to realize that it's not a stumbling block of mine. Mm -hmm. And I had to realize that it's not wrong for Christians to listen to secular music. Mm -hmm. um, but the question is, does it have a place in the life of a believer? And it has to be up to that individual believer because music doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. uh, I can listen to rap music. It's not going to make me go out here and call up my ex from five years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, what you doing? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. hey, big head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and, and, and listening to gospel music is not going to be like, you know what, I'm going to get up and go to church this morning. I'm going to serve the Lord. Because that's not, music don't drive, music doesn't drive me in that way, mm -hmm. you know. Um, the, the music just doesn't. The mm -hmm. word of God made the preach word of God, but not music. And mm -hmm. I understand that everyone doesn't have um, that conviction. Mm -hmm. um, some folks, the music that they listen to actually gets into their spirit mm -hmm. and actually drives them uh, to be pulled in one direction or the other. Mm -hmm. For that person, I would say that if you're trying to live a holy life, if mm -hmm. you're trying to be sold out to Christ, and you find that um, music, that not just secular music, but any type of music you listen mm -hmm. to pulls you in a certain direction, yeah. then you need to stick with the direction that you want to go in. There you, you go. You know, if you want to say, I want to live for Christ, I want to be surrendered, but I don't, I wouldn't, this is the other thing, even mm -hmm. though I don't want to get off topic, but I have to get off to get back on. Mm -hmm. it's all, I want to say that this is just, it doesn't just apply to music. It applies to every single stronghold that you might have in mm -hmm. your life at the time. Anytime you feel that something is pulling you away from 
um, the, the will of God for your life, you being able to glorify God, you being able to uh, be influenced by the right people, get the right friends and all that type of thing. You you, you don't need any distraction mm-hmm. that you have from that. You you need to get rid of cut it. Cut it off. You need to cut it off at the root mm-hmm. and uproot and get rid of it because it does not have a place in your life. Mm-hmm. And um, and now in the, in the word place, also, you know, is a symbol of residence. So when you say does Christian, does secular music have a place in the life of a Christian? That's a, that's a strong word because it shouldn't have a residence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Break it could, that down. It couldn't. <laughs> it, 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 it shouldn't have a permanent residence in the Christian in the life of a Christian. Secular music. You mean like an everyday activity? Meaning, uh, it shouldn't be. To the point where you know, without a shadow of a doubt, that you will never get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything mm-hmm. in your life that is not rooted and grounded in the Word of God and in the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has to be a temporary situation. Mm-hmm. Even if you say, I listen to secular music, you have to also say, I'm willing to put it down mm-hmm. if it comes between me and the Lord. Right. So yeah. I wouldn't say it has a, it should have a place in the life of a Christian. Mm-hmm. It can have a part, but not mm-hmm. a place. Mm-hmm. Um, because a place represents residence, establishment. But a part, we can always do without a part. But a place represents uh, where you reside, you know. And, and so I, not a place, but maybe a part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Keisha, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get back to you, Darius, also. But you said for the most part. For the most part. What does that mean? Well, I, I, honestly, I can't remember the last time I really listened to secular music. But, you know, every once in a while, because I love 90s. something about that mm-hmm. 90s R&B. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm with my girlfriends and they're, you know, in the car and they're listening to it, then, of course, I hear it and I might mm-hmm. sing along. But as far as... It being on my Spotify or is that in my ear when I'm at work? No, it's very, very seldom mm-hmm. that I'll listen to anything that's not gospel. But also to that, I, I don't listen to music as much as I used to because mm-hmm. now I'm like you. I love podcasts. I mm-hmm. love listening to sermons. I love listening mm-hmm. to lectures. So music isn't as big of a part of my life as it used to be. And it's probably because of technology. I mean, at what point? You had headphones and there was nothing else for you to listen to but music. But now mm-hmm. there's so many different things. But yeah. So I, I won't say never, but it's, it's very rare for me to listen to music that's not Christian or gospel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And here's another question for you. <laughs> Both of you. All right. So because it sounds like you're both open to you don't feel like you're about to die and go to hell because you mm-hmm. just turned on. Um, Lord no. The big DM. Does the big DM still exist? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It quickly go from James Cleveland to Marvin (laughs) Simpson. You know, so with that being said, let's say that you're in a car, you're on your way to Bible study, Mm -hmm. and you have uh, artists on, I don't know, I can't really think of anyone right now, but um, they're not a gospel artist, and you pull up in the parking lot, and your pastor come out to the car, wanted to say something to you real quick. I would be you convicted. Know. I would, and you know what? Like, I'm very particular. Like, 
in the mornings, if I'm on the way to work, I'm like, if I'm going to listen to music, it's not going to be Christian hip hop. I don't know what it is, but I feel like Christian hip hop is more so about lifestyle and their experience rather than the mm-hmm. message of the gospel. So if I'm headed somewhere, whether it's work or church, like the first thing I'm going to put on is worship music. Mm, so to and prepare the day, my, prepare yeah, yourself for the I'm day. Like, you know, I want all the glory to go to God. That doesn't mean that it's wrong to listen mm-hmm. to Andy Minnie on the way to work, but that's just for me personally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if I'm going to Bible study or church mm-hmm. where I am now spiritually, I, I could mm-hmm. not... I couldn't have Migos on. I don't even know a Migos song. Sorry, Migos. Sorry, Migos, if y'all ever hear this. I don't know any of your music, okay? But I hear the kids talking about it. Maybe the kids five years ago, because I'm sure people have moved on to another group by now. But uh, No, we yeah. still at Migos. They still <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm not too far off. I don't know none of these rappers now. I know one of them is married to Cardi B. Mm-mm. Yeah, you you had that like you know Cardi B. I like all Cardi B music. I like all Cardi B music. So okay, so yes, if you was, that means that your pastor walk up to the, the door and you gonna hurry up and turn that turn it down it's, right quick, yeah. right? Okay. Well, I think I'm pastor right. nobody now. If he walk up to my car, look, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, you know. Of course, I draw boundaries. Okay, I wouldn't. I I have listened to secular music on the way to church. Um, but trust and believe, I wasn't in a worldly mindset on the way. Mm-hmm. If that makes a sense, I've already. I felt comfortable enough that what I was listening to wasn't going to cause me to be distracted while I'm in Bible study or whatever. It's very rare that I listen to um, secular music before I go to Bible study, before I go to church, uh, because I always try to, you, you know, sometimes you can subconsciously put things in your spirit and in your mind, and, and it, it, you know, you, you don't realize it, but something is feeding you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you just don't want to, you just don't want to chance that. Right. Uh, you don't ever want to chance it, but I'm human, so I chance it sometimes. But <laughs> but I try to be more, I try to draw boundaries that if I'm on my way to church, if I'm on my way to um, a worship service, Bible study, something like that, I try to make sure that my mindset is in the right frame of mind. So I try to protect my mindset. With that being said, Sometimes I cut the radio off Mm -hmm. because sometimes gospel and inspirational music can irritate my spirit as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Because just because they're singing about Jesus, you don't get the Jesus experience. You Mm -hmm. don't get uh, an indweller. You don't get that that feeling of being filled with the Holy Spirit or just a a, a presence of the of God just because they're singing about it. And so sometimes, equally said, I'll cut the radio off because. I even I don't even want that spirit, mm-hmm. you know. In me, I just want whatever the Lord has for me. Mm-hmm. So it's a case by case scenario. Generally, my car stays on gospel all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I do listen to the secular stations in the mornings on the way to work um, because they do a lot of talking. And for whatever reason, I rather hear what Ricky Smiley say <laughs> than uh, Erica Camp. <laughs> I'd rather hear uh, Bernie's... You like uh, to get up mornings with Eric? I do not. <laughs> I'd rather hear Bernie's <laughs> church announcements uh, than uh, Griff Prayer. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and that's just me. And, I, and I'd rather hear the Strawberry Letter than, uh, uh, than the 7.30 when Eric would do her Ericism. Uh, you know, okay. that, it is what it is. <laughs> but, uh, but so sometimes, you know, 
<laughs> I just turn the radio off, yeah. even if gospel or inspirational music mm-hmm. is just not where my mind needs to be. My mind sometimes just really need to be focused on the Lord. So I'm just... I'm a little different. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I kind of go with where my spirit is or where I'm trying to take my spirit mm-hmm. at the time. But on the other hand, yeah, it could be a time if Rip walked up on me at Walmart <laughs> or at my favorite store, Kroger. Uh, Rip might not know where to go get. <laughs> I might right, have to turn okay. it down. Because, but I would have enough respect to turn it down mm-hmm. because I know... I don't say I know, but I strongly believe that my pastor does not listen to because of some of the things that he said and how he carries himself. I do not believe that he listens to secular music. And with that being said, I would not want to offend his standard of living. Mm-hmm. I also would not want to offend the spirit of God in him. And I'm, I don't know, but what if he was weak in that area? I definitely wouldn't want to cause him to stumble. Yeah. You know, I do try to um, make the decisions that I make uh, me the only one that suffers the consequences for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the other side of that, which I had to take into account these last 15 years, that if I'm going to a church to preach, mm-hmm. what's going inside me definitely mm-hmm. may come out Amen. of me. And so I do try to be aware of mm-hmm. the fact of what's going on inside of me. And that's not easy. I mean, that's not hard to determine um, as far as where you stand with the Lord and where you stand with your fellowship and your relationship. And whether you stand with your your, your with the word of God, because it, it, it shows up in your study time. It shows up in the amount of time um, that you are willing to give the Lord in your mm-hmm. daily life yeah. and the amount of people, the type of people that you want around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might listen to Carter B, but mm-hmm. I, I can't have him around me like mm-hmm. that. If we, we was, you know, mm-hmm. we was hanging out on a daily basis, that'd be an issue. Mm-hmm. Because even though I don't mind the music, it doesn't give me a desire to embrace the, li- embrace the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I do not want to be a rapper. And I don't want to be out here making it rain. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be shooting, killing, stealing, you know, stuff like that. Um, and so, okay. So, all right. Because since we know you are a lover of Cardi, is it the the beat mm-hmm. or is it the message? It or is it both? Definitely not the message. Mm-hmm. It's just the way everything is put together. Yeah. The, the music, the... Um, and sometimes the way the lyrics are put together, mm-hmm. and you see the, I see the, when people, a lot of times when Christians look at secular music, they categorize it. Oh, that's not of God. I'm mm-hmm. not listening to it. Mm-hmm. But I like the creativity in the music. Mm-hmm. I really like the energy that they put and the effort that they put to make this music come alive. Mm-hmm. And it says something about not so much just a person, but it says something about music, period. Mm-hmm. Because I always go back and say, you know, whether they use their gift for God or for the world, the gifts gifts come without yeah. repentance. Yeah, and so it's still something that they got that they can eventually use for the Lord. That's why mm-hmm. I would never judge somebody mm-hmm. that's uh, in the secular world that's singing secular music. I wouldn't judge them because mm-hmm. at any point, any point in time, they can 
change all of that mm-hmm. and put all of that energy into in, into God and into the, the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. God can do it at any time. Like with yeah. Kanye West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. another that's another topic right there. Oh, yeah. another <laughs> topic. <laughs> because but yeah, just that you know, just like mm-hmm. Kanye West, no matter how we yeah. feel about his presentation, <laughs> um but like you said, mm-hmm. at any yeah. point in time things can turn around or whatever. Right. And I okay, so agreed, agreed and um so you you said Kanye West just now, Keisha, and I'm going to go ahead and jump in there and, and give my <laughs> thoughts on all these things because um, y'all gave me a lot to, really? okay. to jump off on. Mm-hmm. So um, with the whole Kanye West thing, you know, um, praise God. I'm just going to say that mm-hmm. first of all, you know, because if he has truly, because I don't, see, I can't see the man's heart. I don't know the intent of his heart only God really knows but I believe that our responsibility as believers is to watch the fruit Mm -hmm. that's all I can do is watch Mm -hmm. the fruit you know I can that's all I can do just like I need to you know maintain the fruit that I'm putting out there you know the the character that I'm portraying and all that different stuff I just have to watch that the things that I allow to entertain me I have to watch the fruit of those people and those activities as well, mm-hmm. you know, and then decide from there, am I going to receive this into my environment? You know, so when it goes to Kanye, all I'll do is just pray, God, you know, um, you said in your word that when you begin a work, you're going to finish it. That's right. That, that's not verbatim how to, you know, mm-hmm. y'all know what the scripture says. <laughs> yeah. It's not verbatim, but he, anything he starts, he, he's going to complete it. Mm-hmm. He's going to complete the good work, you know? And so if he's started a good work in Kanye West, he's sure to complete it. He has to go through the process, you know, and just like with anyone else, you know, you cut off some things mm-hmm. so that the Lord can begin to do a work in you, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, Darius, you had said something earlier, way back, about relationship and fellowship. And that stood out to me, you know, because, and then you said something about maturity. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to secular music and me and my personal life, my, um, and then my thought as a whole, um, um, for the body of Christ, and that's why this is called My Two Cents, because it's mm-hmm. only My Two Cents. <laughs> You know, but um, my thoughts on that is that it does depend on your level of maturity. And if you are a believer and listen to some secular music, it does not mean that you're not spiritually mature. But it could mean that. is this is still something I like still something I enjoy and something I'm not willing to let go yet and I don't feel like it's doing anything to hinder my walk with mm-hmm. God. It could be that. Don't know. But um, as it pertains to relationship and fellowship, you know, that really stood out to me when Darius said that because everyone in this room has a relationship mm-hmm. with one another, you know. Mm-hmm. I know you from a certain place. I know you from a certain place. I know you from a certain place. But there are different relationships and different levels, 
you know, I haven't seen you in years, <laughs> you know, see you almost every day, mm -hmm. you know, but it doesn't mean we're buddy, buddy. Right. We, you know, we're, we're cool, but it doesn't mean we jump on the phone and talk, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but there's a relationship. Mm hmm. Within your family, you have mama, you have daddy, you have cousin, you have aunts, uncles, and stuff like that. Some of them you see every single day. Some of them you haven't seen in two years. But there's still a relationship. Mm -hmm. But then you jump over here to fellowship. Fellowship is a whole nother ball game. Okay? Because we have a relationship. I have a relationship with him, but I also have fellowship with him. Mm -hmm. You know, we interact on a daily basis, you know, and, 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 um, to me to have a fellowship, you're involved with each other, mm -hmm. you know, you have, a, a, a reoccurring involvement going on. Right. And, and so I believe that the closer that you walk with God, the closer you walk with him, the more, um, the more you will begin to filter out some things, mm -hmm. the, the, the less tolerant you will become mm -hmm. of certain content and activities and stuff like that. Now, let's just be real though. All right. Um, I love to God. I, I love God. And yes, I am a minister. And there are some secular songs out there that I like. Mm -hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. I love music. Mm -hmm. I can't sing. I'm not a, a great singer or anything like that. But I love music. And I can think of numerous Secular songs, because let's break down secular. Secular just means that it's not, it's not um, spiritual related, okay? So um, I can think of numerous songs out there that has nothing to do with Christianity or the gospel, but they're positive messages. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm off the top of my head, I'm thinking about Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. You know, it's a beautiful song. You know, that's a song I would allow my daughter to hear. You know, because it's not a song that will, in my opinion, contaminate her spirit. And because I do believe that the things we see and hear and stuff like that, the gates, you know, mm -hmm. our eye gates, ear gates and all that stuff, um, it, that those things do affect us. Mm -hmm. You know, just like when earlier when you said um, God's property, I, <laughs> I automatically thought about make me want to stump and I heard it, you know. So the things that we hear and see and all that stuff, even if you're not even meaning for it to get in your spirit, it does. Right. It does. And so I have to be mindful as to what I'm allowing in these gates, because like Darius said, it'll come out. <laughs> it'll come out in some form, mm -hmm. you know, it'll come out in some form, whether it's adult, whatever, you know, and then you're like, where'd that come from? Mm -hmm. Man, the devil is a lie, you know, <laughs> type thing, you know, but, but that's where it all comes from. And then, and like you said, again, there are some gospel songs, so-called 
they're not really even gospel songs. They're right. gospel artists out there who aren't necessarily Christians. Mm-hmm. Some some gospel artists only become gospel artists just to get their foot in the door mm-hmm. into the industry. Period. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of times um, you can hear it. You you don't feel you don't, and you can feel it. You know, you don't mm-hmm. feel the presence of the Lord, and mm-hmm. you don't feel drawn to to want to praise God, worship God, you know, and so, and sometimes it's like, shoot, I might as well just listen to secular music mm-hmm. if I'm going to listen to this person right here, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and then so many things come out about a lot of people, you know, that's out there and, and, and they sing your favorite song, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's all about relationship and fellowship. And then in the, in the topic for today, we said, you know, in the life of a believer, but a lot of people believe. There's a lot of people that believe in Jesus Christ. You know, they believe that he's the son of God and, and all of that. But I think it also boils down to being a follower. Right. You know, just like the relationship versus fellowship. I think it's believer versus follower as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, because... As we follow Christ, we then want to do more like Christ. And we want to have fellowship with what is of Christ, you know. Um, So, again, when it comes to secular music, like I think both of you said, and I know most definitely, Darius, you said that, you know, you don't think that it's, Um, anything wrong with the secular music, but it's all about the content. Mm -hmm. It's all about content. It's for us as believers, we have to protect our spirits. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to protect our spirit, man, you know, because as we are in Christ, we want to reflect that to others that's out there, you know, because we, that's what we are. We're reflections, of him right so um i i just think that we have to just be mindful of the content that we're listening to no i don't want to entertain the you know the strip club scene songs and mm-hmm. the you know getting you, turned up and all that you can tell i'm over now right i can't <laughs> i don't even know the phrases to you or well, people don't say turn up no more. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay, I was about to say, well, then I'm old too. But I mean, I don't want to hear about those things. But um, like I said, there are some songs out there that I really do like, and they're beautiful songs. They're not anything out there that that um, makes me want to go out there and do something I shouldn't be doing or nothing like that. But they have positive messages and everything, and um, I just really believe that. Um, People have to follow their personal convictions. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of it also um, accounts for where you're going in God also, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Some people just happy with getting up and faithfully going to church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Mm -hmm. No midweek prayer, no no everyday prayer. Get midweek, Mm -hmm. you know. No studying the word. Mm -hmm. They get their word on Sunday. And that's it, you know. Um, they might say a quick prayer, you know, um, 
the next day or whatever, you know. And then you have others who um, are building relationship with the Lord, a personal relationship, and 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 you have others that's in ministry and and just have a, a higher calling. Every call. Everyone is called. If you, you know, we're all called to something, you know, but there are higher levels of callings, you know, and, and, and sometimes it just depends on where you're going, you know, because the further you're going, the less you might, you probably need to tolerate when it comes to what's entertaining you, you know, because you don't want no contamination. You don't want to mix holy with unholy you know actually we're not supposed to do that period you know um because we're called to be the light you know and and be the difference and everything like that so um i think that's what it all boils down to so that's my two cents (laughs) that is my two cents do y'all have anything else y'all want to add to that any thoughts any objections well, I like what you said about the believers versus followers of Christ. I think the problem is people, when they hear the word believer, they think, well, as long as I believe that Jesus was a person or as long as I, I believe that Jesus is God, that means that I am a believer. Mm-hmm. But biblically speaking, mm-hmm. that doesn't make you a believer. It, it, it means you're not an atheist, but that doesn't mean that God knows you. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're born yep. again, you know, to, to know the Father, that's eternal life. So I think a lot of people don't have a desire really to go further than church mm-hmm. or to pray or to read the word because they haven't been regenerated. They haven't been mm-hmm. born again, but they think that they're okay because they're quote unquote believers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's important that the true believers, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you see your friends who they go to church with you, but other than that, like they seem completely dead to the things of God, mm-hmm. don't want to listen to gospel mm-hmm. music have no desire to listen to sermons, really, other than church, that's their only connection mm-hmm. to having a spiritual lifestyle. It could mean that they're not really a Christian. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Okay, you just said something. You said dead to the spiritual things mm-hmm. and don't want to listen to gospel and stuff like that. But And that's another thing about it when it comes to what we are taking in. You know, if you're constantly taking in dead stuff... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You think you're going to show up to church Sunday and be alive and want to praise God? No, because all week you've been feeding your flesh, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're not doing nothing for the for your spirit, man, you Mm -hmm. know. And so there's nothing to bounce off of. There's Mm -hmm. nothing. You're not giving God nothing to work with, (laughs) you know, but just deadness. And it can be the same thing with like TV and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, if I listen to gospel music all day long, but then I'm also binge watching whatever I see on Netflix. And there's a lot of bad things on Netflix. Yeah. You know, you you really have to be careful of the things that you allow into your spirit, Mm -hmm. because whether you're a Christian or not. Those th- I do believe that those things affect you. It does. It does. And and you made me think about um, the man, the, the young guy in the Bible, young rich ruler i believe and he went to jesus and he you know what do i need to do you know he told he told him what to do and um he said well i did all that and and then finally jesus said well sell all your stuff and come on you know and then the bible says he walked away sad you know because he couldn't let go of those other things i'm looking at you but i'm not looking you know what i'm saying i'm not talking to you i'm talking about you (laughs) 
right. <laughs> you know, but he couldn't let go of those other things. He wasn't willing to let go of those other things that had a hold of him mm-hmm. in order to follow Christ. He had an interest. Mm-hmm. He apparently believed in him. You know, because he was willing to to um, follow him until he told him, okay, well, you can't take this stuff with you. Mm-hmm. You know, because there are some places that God might want to take you that some of the stuff we hold it on to from the world can't go. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so um, that's my take on that. And then um, with the... I don't even want to get into that no more. But um That's another show. Yeah, a whole another another show right there. But um I think we chopped that up pretty good. What y'all think? I think, I think it's so. pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I did too. Yeah. Good. And just like the like, one little last thing, like, okay, I like what you said about uh, the difference between a follower and a believer mm-hmm. because a believer can believe and stand still, mm-hmm. but a follower has to actually go somewhere Mm -hmm. and i think that determines a lot of times what we can um do in our spiritual walk is because when we are actually headed in a certain direction there are certain things that cannot follow us or be taken with us Mm -hmm. and so some things we have to let go because we're journeying Mm -hmm. and in some places that we go certain things can't go with us Mm -hmm. and that's when we have to make certain sacrifices um, for the one that we are following Mm -hmm. and that's when it shows our true love and commitment because it's one thing to be a believer and stand still say hey I believe um, but but it's another thing to follow, to mm-hmm. get on this journey with God or with Christ. And then that's when you really show your love and your, your discipline and your support when you're on the journey and you start making sacrifices to stay on the journey mm-hmm. or whatever. But one scripture I uh, had in mind uh, is like, wherever your treasure is, that's mm-hmm. where your heart would be also. Mm-hmm. And um, and so when I was thinking about, you know, when we were preparing, it's like, in my Two cents, you would say. Um, If the Lord is truly your treasure, the Lord will have your heart. If so, you can listen to and do just about anything, and you won't become moved. Mm -hmm. But if the Lord does not have, is not your treasure, and does not have your heart, it doesn't matter what you listen to or what you don't listen to. You still won't have His embrace Mm -hmm. and His. Uh, and the word of God and the spirit of God as your desire. Mm-hmm. Um, so no matter if you out there and you don't listen to secular music at all, mm-hmm. but if God is not your treasure, mm-hmm. you know He's not. Whether you go to church every Sunday, all during the week, but if God is not your treasure, um, your heart is not in Him as well. And whether you don't go to church um, at all and you listen to whatever you want to listen to, but you know that you do treasure a fellowship and a relationship with the Lord and you want the Lord to have your heart the more the closer like you said the closer that you all get the more those other things will begin to fade away so I enjoyed the conversation yeah yeah and and like you said the more that God becomes your the treasure of your heart the less you're going to want with it anyways whether it has a hold to you or not you you know some things you just don't even want to be um involved with because of him being that treasure and all you want to do is please him in in every way really you know and I think about Colossians 3 I think 
10, it, where it talks about putting away certain things, you know, fornication, mm-hmm. filthy communication, mm-hmm. all that different stuff. And um, so I feel like that if he's telling us to put away these things um, at, in the same token, when we listen to certain things that's um, advertising the things he's telling us to put away, I feel like we're kind of um, mm-hmm. contradicting ourselves, you know, so we just, you know, we be mindful of those things and everything. But the main thing is that we, as um, believers, as followers of Christ, let us just stay anchored, mm-hmm. you know, because everyone is on their own journey, you know, and each of us are in the hands of God. So, um through it all, you know, let's stay anchored in the word of God and um, hold on to the truth of God and, you know, keep following him. And as we move along, we'll know, we'll know, you know, if there's something, whether it's music, whether it's whatever, you know, whatever it is, we'll know and feel, all right, it's time to let this thing go. It's time to let it go. So that's what's up. Thank you. Any other thoughts? I appreciate your two cents. Well, I will say this this to anybody listening. Um, The last thing of what you said was awesome because that's my testimony. Like, I think because I was not allowed to listen to secular music growing up, it made me want to listen to Mm -hmm. it more. So then when I was able to get my own car and, you know, pick whatever radio station or buy whatever CD, I know nobody buys CDs anymore. Mm -hmm. But then it became a stronghold for me. Mm-hmm. Then it became all I listened to. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit really started to convict me about that. And so then I started to migrate from, you know, the rap more to like old school R&B. And mm-hmm. then eventually I left that to just all worship. That was all, your transition. You know, and I just, it was like a weight was lifted off of me. Like, <laughs> I remember one day at work, I took all my CDs from the house and I just threw them in the trash. Like, mm. my, I was like, oh my gosh, I spent all this money on these artists. Like, I don't mm. want to throw Je- Justin Timberlake in the, in the garbage. <laughs> yes, I used to listen to Justin Timberlake. Don't oh, judge me. Goodness. But, you know, looking back on it five, ten years ago, like, it's completely dead for me like i can listen to it and still you know enjoy it Mm. to an extent but if i never heard a secular music a secular song again like it really wouldn't Mm. bother me even with television like i would spend all day in front of the tv i'll waste whole weekends in front of the tv but as i uh start to spend more time in the word of god and you know just just learning more and growing spiritually it's like Wow, God, like, I can't believe you even took that desire away from me. Yeah, yeah. And it's so much more fulfilling to spend time, you know, getting to know him, doing Mm -hmm. the things that please him than than those things that were really just helping me feed my flesh, like you said earlier. And and that's the thing about it. He does all that for you. Mm -hmm. Because as we draw near to him, he draws closer to us, and all that other stuff just begins to just fall off yeah it falls off it falls off you know but um i had to transition to whenever i because i grew up in the church and everything but wasn't ever for real until a week before my 21st birthday was not my plan (laughs) at all the lord caught me completely Mm -hmm. off guard i was by myself in the house and you know and ever since then been sold out for Mm -hmm. christ you know but um my transition period with the whole music thing was Diedrich Haddon and (laughs) um tone oh yeah i don't know if y'all remember tone you know but yeah that that was my 
my um, transition, you know. Th those were my transition artists. And, and, you know, before I could just do nothing but mm -hmm. gospel at that time, you know. So, um, again, y'all just keep your head up. Let's stay anchored. And uh, there you go. Amen. This right. is my two cents. Keisha, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Darius, thank you so much. Got thank to you. have y'all back again. I would love to come back. Yes, <laughs> yes. I can't wait for another hot topic. And Mr. Producer, wherever he went, <laughs> thank you so much. And we're out.